Welcome to 10 Minutes With. It's a podcast for people who want to listen to podcasts, but don't have all day. We've got a quick chat with someone you might be interested in learning more about in about 10 minutes. Shane and Shane are coming in concert to Clark Summit, Pennsylvania, and Hilton, New York, along with Family Life. I had a chance to catch up with the Shanes, two guys named Shane, who met in college, in business college. They didn't really realize that they would be leading a life of worship together. You know, are, are we are we good at business? I don't know. We're good at hustling, you know, so we just <laughs> wake up every day and just do the best we can. <laughs> there will never be a Shane and Shane accounting firm, right? <laughs> no, there will not be. That is for sure. That is not going to happen. Tell me what ministry means to you. I think we are called, you know, as children of God, you know, uh, ambassadors, you know, and so I think as we, as we come into the family of God, we we are not just tasked, but are given an opportunity to be the hands and feet of Christ on the earth. And so, for us, you know, we fell into playing music, and I'm um, in because people called, and we were like, okay, we'll come. And I guess that's become kind of like our ministry, the, the Lord has really set us up to, to tell his story through song. That's only a couple hours a day. Um, I think our ministry kind of flows out of this relationship with Jesus that, that pours out in our family's lives and in our kids' lives and hopefully the lives of people that we um, not just rub shoulders with, but bump into in our daily lives. And so I think our ministry is um, a ministry of reconciliation where we're telling people that there has been a way that has been made through the blood of Jesus Christ so that they can be reconciled with God. They can know, they can know not just that they have a purpose in life, but the one who gives purpose. And so uh, that's hopefully how we live our lives. When you come to churches or into communities like you're going to be doing with the concerts we have coming up, not only are you ministering to the people who come to the shows, but you make a point to minister to the churches as well. It has to be an encouragement to have them you know, be able to receive you with the gift that you have of music. You've done some incredible songwriting, and those songs are performed in churches all across America, uh, Sundays and occasionally on Wednesdays, you know. (laughs) There you go. That's got to be a pretty profound thing for you to realize. You know, since we've started um, singing in college, we we really didn't know much about Christian music or songwriting, and so we started to sing God's Word, and um, it started to accomplish things. So we we just you know kind of had a a big resounding yes to to singing God's Word um, and letting God's Word do what it does because it's living and active. And yeah, it's such a gift to be able to go to churches like the ones we're coming to and be able to serve them and um, not come to be served, but. Um, come and serve them, you know, and it's it's funny because every time we go, people are so kind and so hospitable um, and uh, it's it's it, we feel like we get lavished with kindness. And so it's easy to go and love these folks. Criticism of church worship has become more popular in recent years. There is a worship leader research report that says most of the big worship songs are connected to four big churches. Are we missing the mark when it comes to worship in church? Almost a decade ago, we started um, an online resource called the Worship Initiative. 
to train worship pastors and um, musicians um, in their craft and in their calling and songwriting. And, um, and we're still doing it. We still have a group of folks. And um, I think that one of the reasons was, you know, at some point it's who wants to be the, the one who spends their days pointing their finger at this person or that person and say they're doing st- stuff wrong. And at some point we were just like, man, we just need to, we just need to write songs from God's word and trust him and, and love these folks. I mean, s- some of the, some of the folks in these four churches you're talking about, we know, and we think are awesome. And, uh, do we see differently theologically? Like, yes, absolutely. And on, on some of these issues. And so we love to care for the bride. We think words are super important. We think God's word is super important. Uh, we don't spend a ton of time talking about it. We just spend a ton of time in God's word creating and so that the body might be encouraged. We've been pretty much playing your set list all week long on Family Life just to get people really excited, familiarized with songs that they maybe haven't heard on the radio before, but especially songs that are so scriptural, like literally they're just from the Psalms. Was it hard to set music to them to make them engaging to contemporary ears? I mean, we know Psalms were musical in origin, but surely they sound a little different now than they would have back then because where do you even get like a harp and a lyre right (laughs) (laughs) yeah and the psalms that we that we've done aren't perfectly word for word even though we're teasing the thought of doing a word for word record um you know it's kind of been like hey this is my best shot at at uh kind of a commentary through psalm 34 psalm 16 or psalm 23 or psalm 46 and so it's not perfect but you know, it's just given our best shot of representing the psalm, um, staying true to the psalm, staying true to God's word, always love uh, to find Jesus in the psalms. You know, a lot of these sort of prophetic psalms looking towards the future of the coming one, you know, having having Jesus as he is involved and told about in all of the Bible, kind of bringing him out um, and the truth of the gospel out through the psalms is always a fun project, too. So, yeah, we love it. You guys have been doing this for two decades now. Has there been a moment where something you created has ministered to you again, like in a new, different way? You can listen to a song a bunch of times and hear something, you know, that you did years ago and just be reminded of some some incredible truth of the scriptures. And I, I think singing the scriptures it's just a powerful thing. I, I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know if you're a journaler, if, but if you went back through, it's good sometimes to go back over the years and to just say, man, I remember what I was thinking and feeling in that time. And the Lord has has brought me through some things, have reminded me of some things. And it's good to, to I think, look back. I think that's one of the gifts of time with Jesus is you can look back and see the faithfulness of God and see things that you thought might have been hard things or things that were, you know, kind of forks in the road where you can see the faithfulness of God over over time. And songs are that way for me. When I listen back to things from 15, 20 years ago, I can say, I remember like kind of where my heart was in that moment. And and it's good to be reminded of, of things. And, and uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think specifically, like even in old Psalms, we did a Psalms record back in 2001. And if you go back and listen to some of those songs, I can remember like things that I was feeling in those seasons. And uh, 
you know, there's this one song that's called Yearn. It was even on that record. Was it on yeah. that record? What record was that on? Clean. It was on Clean. No, mm-hmm. oh, that's years after that. Anyway, it all runs together for me. Uh, <laughs> but going back and just remembering that song and just like, man, I remember singing that and thinking, man, I want to yearn for the Lord, you know? And still today, I want to yearn for the Lord. It's it's a good that's a good thing. It's a gift. There are so many songs, even going back to the '90s, uh, "Lord, I Left Your Name on High" or uh, "Ancient of Days," that so many of us leaned into in our early days of faith. That you guys have revisited and recut. What other songs from the past are you like, man? We'd love to put the the contemporary Shane and Shane spin on that. Ooh. Hold on, I'm about to tell you. Hold on, I'm digging it up. Oh, you got a list. Uh, <laughs> that's a great question. He's got a list for you. That's good news. I will call upon the Lord. I will call upon that's the our, Lord. And then be be to a God forever and ever. Oh, yeah. Petra covered. I don't know if it was a Petra song, but um, I worship you, Almighty God. I worship you, Almighty God. God. Oh yeah. You know, um, I will give you all. I will give you all my worship. Right, right, right. Uh, I, I got a whole, I don't know how when you want to shut me down, but there's there's like 30 of them. <laughs> you could do this all day. This is so fun because it's like throwback. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, Campus Crusade for Christ, you know, doing those songs in college. No doubt. Yeah, it's it, it was fun. That that record we did vintage was actually not intentional. It was it was when COVID hit and I was kind of up in Ohio, hunkered down with my wife and her family a lot of kids and we were kind of staying in her brother's basement. It's like this dark and it's super rainy outside. And I had a little recording rig. And so I just thought, you know, what would this kind of be fun? You know, like just a little bit of old school content, you know, for YouTube. And, and so I did a couple of songs, ancient of days. And I think Lord, I lift your name on high. I think I did those two songs. And then we started to just get a ton of feedback, you know, like, can you give, can you do more? And so, you know, over the next month or two, um, it ended up being a record because we just kept on doing these videos, you know, banging on different random things to make music, you know, guitar cases and making a dulcimer out of guitars and trying to play a bass guitar with a tuned down acoustic, you know, all these different little random ways to to create music in a basement, you know. Um, and it was so fun. So like unintentional, but like so fun. It ended up being a cool, uh, like Shane was saying, just a cool um, thing that God used in in people's lives to help them remember their first love. Let's talk a second about You've Already Won, which has been so popular with our audience here at Family Life. And I know when you write songs, you never think like, oh, this one's for the radio. You just write songs about Jesus. The cool thing about this song is that it addresses those times in the valley, but with a vision toward the fact that God has already won the battle, which is different than like, the woe is me, you know, Christian song that comes along all the time that doesn't focus as much on the victory. It's important that we keep our eyes on the victory, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's kind of both. It's kind of like the victory that was accomplished on the cross. That's worth taking into those moments in the valley for sure. Um, Cause that's enough that he, that what he accomplished on the, on the cross when he defeated sin, hell and death is enough for us to take into any any circumstance and just go man i'm good 
I mean, he, he did it for me. And if I show up and trust him, I'm going to be okay. But you know, the song kind of spends the first half there and goes to the second half on future grace, um, which it kind of talks about a little bit in verse one, but just the future grace of what, what's going to happen when this whole thing is done that we know that we know the end of the story. We know how it ends. We know that for the believer, their future is so bright. And so, yeah, it's kind of both looking back to the cross and looking, looking forward to the coming of Jesus and um, the new uh, heaven, the new earth, and where there's going to be no more, there's no shame and sin and pain and disappointment anymore that we're going to be with him and all things are going to be made new. So yeah, it's all worth thinking about every day, but especially when you're in that spot, um, which may last a day and it may last a decade and it may last a lifetime of just clinging to the truth of Jesus, past, present, and future. Find out where you can see Shane and Shane in concert when you go to familylife.org slash events. That's where you can find out about all sorts of Christian events coming to New York and Pennsylvania. Did you know that Family Life offers a variety of podcasts? You can get up to date with Family Life news or enjoy family time with Family Life Kids. There's If That Makes Sense, a Family Life original podcast where they talk about what life is like as a Christian in your 20s. And Therese Talk, a podcast to help women better serve their family and community. They're all free and on demand at familylife.org. Just click podcast in the radio menu.